Morning, church. Welcome to the house of the Lord this morning. So happy, so excited every week. I say I'm so excited to be in the house of the Lord. This morning, my heart is just um, excited, um, anticipating, just magnifying Jesus. Amen. Magnify, woke up with it in my spirit. I just want to magnify Jesus this morning. want to turn our face to him this morning. want to come into his presence with singing and rejoicing this morning. Um, we have the the privilege and the honor of praying for our founding pastors this morning. Um, we love them. We want to honor them um, and just get excited for what God is doing, the new thing that God is doing in each and every one of our lives, in the lives of this church, in their lives, in the lives of their family in Virginia. There's just so much he's always working. So um, welcome this morning. Amen. Stand with me this morning. We're going to I have a call to worship. Uh, You don't have to read this with me. I'm just going to read it. Uh, It's out of Malachi 1, actually. And I was thinking, you know, this is one of the Old Testament prophets. They call it one of the minor prophets, but I'm not sure there's anything considered a minor prophet, only because the book is short, right? Uh, And it's the last book in the Old Testament. And there's 400 years or so of silence, of nothing written between that and the coming of Jesus. And here's, I just want to read this as we begin to get ready to worship the Lord, worship the King. This was written hundreds of years before Jesus showed up. And it was all in this anticipation, this anticipation of the great Lord, the great God, the one that we serve. So I want that same anticipation this morning as I read this and as we begin to worship Him this morning. It says this, from the rising of the sun, even to its going down, My name shall be great among the Gentiles. In every place, incense shall be offered to my name and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the nation, says the Lord of hosts. So, Father, we just lift up your name today, Father God. Have your way in this place. We worship your name. We worship who you are. Father, we thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. We give you all the honor and the praise and the glory today. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's worship. We're going to take communion this morning as one body in Christ. As the family of God, um, I'll do the logistics first. Uh, when you take communion, you're going to move toward the, the two side aisles, and you're going to come down to the table, and you're going to circle back around to your seats so we can avoid any head-on collisions. Um, when you come to the table, the center plate is uh, gluten-free, and then um, the... The elements are stacked, so it's just one pickup. There's two cups, and in the bottom cup is, is the bread, and in the top cup is the juice. Uh, and you're going you're gonna to come forward. You're going to get that. You're going to circle back around. You're going to hold on to it because we're going to partake of it together. Pastor Jason will come up, um, and we'll just get before the Lord, and we're going to partake of, of uh, the Lord's Supper together. We're going to taste and see that the Lord is good. We're going to... We're going to partake of a divine impartation of grace this morning. Grace and peace. Goodness and mercy. Before I dismiss you to move forward and and receive your elements, I just feel so led 
to read from the 23rd Psalm. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, surely, church, surely, church, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Alleluia. You're dismissed to come down and receive the elements. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As we were singing that last song, we kept saying, yes, you are. Yes, you are. He is all that we need. Yes, you are. And what I kept hearing was Yeshua, which is the Hebrew translation basically of Jesus as our deliverer, our provider, all that we need. And I just kept saying, instead of saying, yes, you are, we were, I was just, in my spirit, it was just Jesus Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua, Yahweh, Yeshua, everything we need. He has provided for it all. He has paid the price on the cross. We're about to take communion. He has done it all for us. Yes, you are Yeshua, everything that we need. Hallelujah. Bible says in Isaiah, it says, surely he has borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Saved, healed, redeemed, restored, delivered. By his stripes. Let's just take a moment to reflect upon that. I love the reading of that Psalm 23. I don't think we've ever done that before communion before. It was so beautiful. Just reflect on who he is and what he's done for us for a minute. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Church, I feel like I shared this like two weeks ago, and it was so impactful to so many people. In this moment, as we partake of the body and blood of Jesus, if there's something in your life that has a grip on you, there's something you are struggling with, in secret or not in secret, 
If there's something you need freedom from, this is your moment. This is your moment just to sit and invite him right into that place. If there's a need in your life, if there's physical healing, if there's financial stress, if there's relationship strain, this is your moment. This is your moment. This isn't a moment to, to push aside all that you struggle with or all that you need so that you can be righteous and holy and receive from God. It just doesn't work that way. This is your moment to, to invite him in to that. And lastly, if there's hurt in your heart, I invite you to sit in that hurt. So often we move from hurt into anger because anger is just more comfortable and more active. We, we sometimes can just sit long enough, it turns into bitterness or unforgiveness. This is your moment. This is your moment to invite him yeah. and, to, and to take the hurt and just show it to him. Just show it to him. And he walks with us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. This morning, church, he is with you. He is for you. Sit with him. Father, we just thank you. We worship you. Jesus, we give you all the honor and the praise the sacrifice. We thank you for conquering death and sin and pain and hurt and everything on our behalf, Lord. We give it all to you this morning. Lord, as we take these elements, we give it all to you. A transfer of ownership this morning as we take communion. A transfer of ownership of things we've held on to. We are passing them to you. We are casting our cares. We're giving them to you. An official transfer of ownership this morning of the burdens, the cares, the worries, the anxiety. And Father, we thank you for this divine impartation of grace that can only be found in you. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, The Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it. He said, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let us partake. So you guys would stand with me. We're going to continue to worship this morning. The altar is open. If you've got anything you just want to bring before the Lord this morning. Maybe there's something you have been holding on to, and you're like, I'm just going to bring it before him this morning. We're not going to pray for you this morning or lay hands on you, unless the Lord says so. But we're just going to let you come up here and do business with the Lord. Just you and him this morning. You and him. He's here for you. Amen? Let's worship.
Lord, we just lift our hands, our hearts, our eyes to you this morning, Lord. We thank you that you are the great I am. You are the great I am. And we put our trust in you. For you are our firm foundation. You are our cornerstone. Father, we worship you this morning. And we thank you for it. In your precious, precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, we have a, before we move on, if you guys could have a seat, we're going to do a little family business here before we do our, uh, our time for break. Sid, if you could just keep kind of giving me a little background music. Uh, either Edward or Paul, if you could give us a little house lights. For those, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Pastor Jim and Pastor Pam are founding pastors of... Well, since the late 80s, so 30-plus years, they've been in Erie for 40-plus years, and they had a call on their life. They're from Maine originally, and they went to uh, Tulsa to study uh, the Bible at Rama Bible Training Center, and they had a call on their life, and they had a word to move to Erie to become established and to build a great church. And I can tell you what, I've never met two people who are more faithful, more faithful, day in and day out, week in and week out, month in, year in, all the time. You guys were faithful to fulfill that call. And because of that call on your life, and because of the power of the Lord and the Holy Spirit, this church has been established and will remain established for many years to come because of that call and the anointing on your life. So we just want to invite you guys up here. Uh, as they come up, we're going to ask them just they can share just for a few minutes. Uh, we're going to meet them down here so we can pray over them then. Give them a hand. <clears throat> They're going to be moving uh, here in the next week or so, a few weeks, to Virginia to be uh, close to their son, Justin, and their daughter-in-law, Anna, and the grandkids, and I know they're looking forward to it. So we're going to let them share for a minute. You guys have a seat, and then we're going to pray with them. The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. You go where you're sent, and you stay where you're planted. You don't get to choose your location of service. You only get to choose to obey. And there is great reward for those who choose to go and those who choose to obey and those who choose to remain through thick and thin. We deal with the very gates of hell. There will be problems. Hello. There will be battles. But that does not negate the, the calling and the redeeming and the staying power of the Lord Jesus. 
And for those who are faithful, it's very pleasing unto God. There's a lot of faith in faithfulness. And so when it came time for us to begin to transition, we just knew that it was beginning to change. Actually, I thought we were going to live here and die here. You would take us out in a box. The city, the calling to the city was so holy for me. I wasn't going to move until I knew that it was time. It was okay. So it's taken us three and a half years, not because we're slow pokes, but because we revere the calling of God. Because a pastor is called to a city and a church. And so now it comes time, and it hasn't been easy. I've cried every single day. And saying goodbye to our family, our church family, has been the hardest thing. You're more than friends, and you're more than family. But there is a love that God puts in a pastor's heart for his people that transcends anything else. The love we have for you, it just, it's so different. It's born of the divine. And it's, it's been the hardest thing to say, see you later. And it's been the greatest honor to serve you and to serve this city. Well, I wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for this woman uh, because I went out to save her from the religious fanatics. <laughs> and 1970, was it 1976? I, I took a trip out to upstate New York to save her from the religious fanatics, and I got it myself. <laughs> and uh, had a very, very dramatic conversion experience in her dorm room. Uh, but so I, I'm indebted. Uh, I'm indebted to her res resolute. Uh, determination to follow God because she really, you know, she loved me. We weren't married at the time. Um, but she said, God, I'm going to put you first. And that's the best decision she ever made. She put, she put God first because she was willing to lose me. And I was willing to save her from the religious fanatics. <laughs> so, but at any rate, God got a hold of us both. And, um, <clears throat> But I also uh, I want to say how indebted and grateful I am to uh, to this woman uh, because we lived in a tent and uh, there's not a lot of women that would do that. We we lived in a tent going out to Oklahoma. Uh, we lived in a tent when we came to Erie, and um, so you know it just always pays. To, we don't live in a tent anymore. <laughs> So, God has, um, here's what the Lord uh, said. Here's what his promise is. He said, if you obey him, 
uh, he said, you know, what's the scripture? Uh, Well, you'll, yeah, all of the above. <laughs> but, but at any rate, God has fulfilled it. He gave us friends. He gave us people who have a heart for him. And, and uh, what God did, uh, you know, we did our part, but we, that's just part of it. We did a part. God had other many faithful people who have done their part. And uh, so, you know, uh, so we celebrate today. We celebrate today because we're going to, on a, on a, a new venture, a new journey, yeah. new season. We've got four grandkids that are waiting for us, and, uh, and we've got assignments. Yeah. That God is going to reveal... Thank you. Thank you. We're going to invite the life group leaders. If you could come up, we're going to surround Pastor and Pam. We're going to anoint them, and we are going to send them out. And as you're coming up, we're going to surround them. Um, uh, yeah, Jocelyn and Jeremy, come on up. As we were um, worshiping in that last song, the Lord showed me the foundations of this church, and I saw, the, I saw long walls and I saw short walls. And as we pray over the two of you, we are sending you out, and it is not going quietly into the night. It is with a rumble of yeah. God's power. And I saw the foundations of this church shaking, and the walls, of the short walls of the foundation were blown out. They were blown out on multiple sides, but the long walls remained. The long walls remained because they have been established. The short walls were blown out because he is doing a new thing. He is doing a new thing. He's always expanding. He is always building. And you two are builders, faithful, faithful, faithful builders. And the God to whom you served and to whom you were faithful has always been faithful and will always be faithful. And Pastor Jim, you are right. They will be revealed. They will be revealed in the quiet of the night. In the prayer room, he will speak, and it will be clear. You are going out with power. There is a power. And he said, as the, as the, the public tongue came out in the interpretation, do the word, do the word, do the word. And as Jocelyn was saying that, it sounded sometimes like do the work, do the work. Sometimes the work is walking, and it's always walking in faith. Sometimes I, I, the, um, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. Sometimes the work is lying down and trusting and, and resting by the still waters. But what the Lord spoke to me as I saw the rumbling and I saw the foundations blown out is that he is always working and he's always doing work. And sometimes it's below the surface and we cannot always see. We cannot see all that he is doing and all that he has planned. But we are sending you out to this new thing with power, with power. There is a great, a great trembling in the spirit. There's a great rumbling in the spirit as we pray and as we send this faithful couple into their next assignment in Jesus' name. Pastor, you had a word that you would always say, you can get to anywhere in the world from Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> And a few Wednesday nights ago, we were in a time of prayer, and the Lord spoke to me and said, this church will continue to be a place of impartation to send people out. 
to where they are called to be. And he reminded me of that this morning and how fitting it is that we are going to lay hands on you and anoint you with oil and impart the next phase of your ministry. And when I walked in this morning, the Lord said, look at the plaque on the wall. And this, I want to speak this over you. This is a plaque that's out in front of our building. It says, they responded to God's call with the unwavering commitment to preach the gospel, the teaching of faith, the healing of the sick, and the expression of God's love. And he's telling you this morning, that will continue. That will continue. It may be in a different way or a different method, but that will continue. And he wants you to know this morning that Habakkuk 2.2 says, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. And as we pray and as I anoint you with oil and as we impart upon you, the vision from the Lord will continue to move forward in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We just anoint them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Father. We just thank you for this faithful couple, Father God. We lay hands on them this morning, imparting, Father God, the next phase, the vision for the future of their life, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that the enemy in hell itself is trembling right now because this powerful, anointed couple of the, who love the Lord Jesus Christ are moving from this place to a new location to establish a new thing in a new place, Father God, to expand the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the hedge of protection around them. The blessing and the favor will be upon them as they move and as they go and as they work and as they do the word, Lord. Father, I thank you for a strengthening of relationship between the two of them. Lord, that this will be the best season of their life together. The best season of their marriage. A sweetness that they've never had before to the next level, Father God. Father, we thank you for a bond between them and their kids and most importantly their grandkids, Lord. Father, I just see a bond between those four beautiful children. That they will be part of the mentorship of their lives. For generation after generation after generation. The work they are about to impart upon is a generational business. It is a generational business that they are about to undertake, Lord. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We praise your holy name. We praise your holy name. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Paul, you want to close us out in prayer here? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you for your word that says the footsteps of a righteous person is ordered by you. And Father, surely we know that their footsteps were ordered from Maine all the way to Erie. Father, we know that you're not stopping there, that their footsteps will be continued to be ordered of you. And thank you, Lord, that there's no retirement in the the army of the Lord. We thank you that we just continue to build your kingdom. One block at a time, one brick at a time, one stone at a time, Pam, as you well know. So, Father, we thank you. We bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you to every need. Every need will be met in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.
just thank you, Father, for giving me like a little inkling, a little bit of the of the mourning that they feel leaving this place. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, for the love that you've just given them for this place. Your work. Your work. These roots, they have gone deep in this place. These roots, they have gone deep in this place. Great, great things will rise up from this place because of your your toiling, because of your tears, because of your prayers for this place. Things that you could not even imagine (laughs) will rise up and grow (laughs) because of all of the tears. Hallelujah. (laughs) And great, great days are ahead. (laughs) Great, great days are ahead. (laughs) (laughs) You will leave this place. Yes, there's there's that feeling of, of, of just sadness, of just, you know, going from one season to the next. That's normal and that's okay. I see the time that you've taken to... To, uh, to, to just ponder this and to be sure that you're sure that you're sure what you're doing next. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's in good hands. Hallelujah. It's in good hands. It's in good hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's like when you send a baby off to college <laughs> and they're going and they're doing what they're to do and you, you know they're doing what they're supposed to and you know that's the step, but it, it hurts just a little bit. <laughs> and I feel that hurt. I feel like God just supernaturally gave it to me this morning to feel what you're feeling right now. But I thank you, Lord, for a soothing. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing that is over this couple to go into this transition season. And the Lord spoke to me at the beginning of this year. This is a year of passing out assignments. This is a year of passing out assignments. So when you mentioned that, Pastor Jim, God's passing out assignments. Hallelujah. This is a season of passing out assignments. And it is our job to obey, like you said. It's just our time to obey. It's just our time to obey. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, that you make it so that when we step out in faith, the faithfulness is knowing that you're just going to be on the other side of that step and you're going to show us the next step and the next step and the next step. You don't got to see the whole entire road. You just got to see the next step. So I thank you, Lord, for the wonderful example of obedience and faithfulness we see through this wonderful couple and the great faithfulness that they have just, they have shown to you, Lord, to you, Lord. They've been faithful to these people, and they've been faithful to you, Lord. We just thank you, Father, Lord. Bless them in this next step. Lead them and guide them in every single way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Crooked places, be made straight in Jesus' name. Rough places, be made smooth in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Hallelujah.
Am I on? Okay. Little family business this morning. Love you guys. Amen. Greater works. Love you guys. All right, guys, we're going to, uh, we're going to move into our uh, break. We usually have a little eight-minute break or so in between uh, worship and before we get into the Word uh, this morning. So you're really good with, and don't forget pre-K today. Okay. Uh, if you're a first-time guest here, we welcome you. Um, we welcome you. Uh, there is, on the seat back, there's a connection card. If you want to prayer request praise reports, if this is your first time, let us know. Give us your name. Um, and let us know that you're here. Those connection cards come up into the offering buckets. If you have your tithes and your offerings this morning, bring them up during the break. Bring them up joyfully before the Lord and with intention, knowing that we trust him in all things. Um, This is also a time to just say hi to one another, encourage one another, use the bathroom. Um, ECF Kids, you know, Kid Corner, your bag is there. You can go grab it. If you're a guest, I have a special bag for your child. Um, I have bags for ages two through sixth grade. Uh, it's just filled with some things to help them enjoy the rest of the service. We also have our family room. It's straight across out the doors, um, straight across the lobby. It's a room where if you have a child who just wants to wiggle more uh, than the neighbors around you are, enjoy, um, that's a room where they can play and you can stay with them and, and hear the service. Nursery is open and staffed, praise God. That is for babies zero to age three. And then also today, first day, is uh, ECF Littles Ministry. Uh, The Littles Ministry is for ages uh, four, five, and six. Miss Jenny uh, will be in the Littles room, the the ECF Littles room, and that's right by the nursery. You'll go out here and you'll make a right. Um, So if you have a child with you who's ages uh, four, five, and six, that ministry is open, up, and running today. Maggie May, or Maggie May is so excited. She kept, uh, you probably saw, she kept coming up. You know, it's like, kid, we're trying to impart here. We're doing spiritual things. This is important. And she's just like, when can I go to class? So um, so she's excited. We're all excited about that. So let's just uh, love on one another, and then we'll come back together in about five minutes or so, and we'll continue on. All right, church family. Boom. Zeros on the clock. <laughs> Zeros. A few announcements uh, before we invite Jeremy and Jocelyn Gall up to minister. He's, he's talking to me. Oh, yeah. I know you're going to do offer, honey. I got it. Um, but we just want to give, we want to we get from the word as much as we can. We want to give Jeremy some time just to pour into us. It's always my favorite. I always have this visual of like a faith IV. And when the Gauls come to town, it's just like, give it to me. I love it. Maybe that was a bad, I don't, okay. Um, it's a faith IV. That's what it is. All right, so a couple announcements. Uh, we have been celebrating summer nights. Every Friday, we have gotten together as a church family. We've had good food. We've had music and not like worship, but there's just music going, families coming, kids playing. It has been fun. It's been easy and awesome. Um, we have about 60-ish people who come. It's been a great time. But this Friday, We're taking a break. We're not having it. Um, And the reason is because due to softball playoffs, playoffs, it's the softball playoffs this weekend, and we're not sure yet if our team is going to get a Friday 
game or a Thursday game or a Saturday. We don't know, and I can't plan like that. So we're just going to take a break um, from summer nights this week, but we will have Sid post the softball playoffs when we know when and where the games are. It will be on Facebook and Instagram. So if you want to come and cheer them on um, and watch them play, you know, find out on Facebook. So no summer nights this Friday. If you show up at the Rose Center, your belly will not get filled with food. (laughs) You will be sad. So canceled this week, but it will pick up again next week. So plan on coming then. Uh, Worship night this Saturday, July 23rd at 7 p.m. That is being hosted at Conduit Church in Jamestown, New York. Conduit came last night here. We had a worship night and it is powerful. It's phenomenal. It's just an hour plus of spirit-led worship and it is fantastic. So I encourage you, if you are looking um, to just get into his presence, that's this Saturday, the 23rd at 7 p.m. at Conduit Church in Jamestown. Last one, uh, the Luciano group is tonight at 6.30 here in the sanctuary. Paul will be teaching. You uh, don't want to miss it. If you're a regular, you know how good it is. If it's something you haven't been to, uh, come on in and check it out. Um, And that's all I have. Pastor Jason. Just uh, have a quick offering scripture, uh, and then we're going to pray over our tithes and offerings. And I could just tell you something, though, church. There's a lot of things God is doing and working in our midst, and I'm super excited because healing has been one of them. And we have seen multiple healings over the past couple weeks. I'm talking supernatural healings from car accidents, elbows, hands, blood flow, all the stuff. God has been doing an amazing work in healing. So I'm fired up you guys are here because that IV of faith is just going to continue to propel that forward. Amen. Uh, the scripture for offering day is out of uh, Malachi 3. And, you know, Pastor Jim and Pam taught us this so well. It says this, says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for every gift, every giver, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you are the one who opens up the floodgates. You are the one who provides food on the table. Lord, we trust in you and our finances. We give you all the praise and glory for them. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, it was my pleasure this morning to introduce our, I don't even call them guest speakers anymore. They're just part of the family. Our friends, we meet with them for dinner on a regular basis, whether it be Mexican or Italian or whatever. We come to Ohio, you guys come to us, and we go back and forth. We've developed an amazing relationship with these guys. So I just want to introduce to you guys this morning, Jeremy and Jocelyn Gall. And Cohen is here as well. Get by without it, but this will help. All right. Good morning, everybody. Everybody say, I'm leaving different. Say, I'm leaving better. I'm leaving changed by the power of God. Amen. I'm so honored to be here. I was so glad to be here with Pastor Jim and Pam this morning on this send-off service. Man, I could still remember so clearly 
Jocelyn and I, I don't even know how many years ago it was that we came to visit on a Wednesday night, and I just, great service came here, what a great place, and Pastor Pam said, come over afterwards, I mean, just her warm, you know, went over the house after, after the service, got to know him, and Pastor Jim was like, well, you know, you should come and preach for us, I was like, absolutely, you know, and I came out, I don't remember, it was a couple months after that, and then just since then, man, we just, this church is family, you know, and, and just all the years and all the great things that have happened, and how many believe for all of us in the body of Christ, the best is yet to come, Amen. Amen. It is like that with God. We always have a reason to look forward to with expectation. We always have a reason to look forward with joy. We always have a reason to look for, because he lives, that old song we would sing when I was growing up, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. We could do more than face tomorrow. We could be excited about tomorrow. Amen. Because he is in our tomorrows, praise God. And anywhere he is is good. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, like Pastor Liz said. You know, goodness and mercy will follow me. Any, any day of your life that involves his goodness and mercy is a good day. Amen. The worst thing that you'll ever have to face in life, that day you'll st- his goodness and mercy will be with you to get through it. Amen. Praise God. I'm so honored to be here with you. Pastor Jim, Pastor Pam said it. She said that, uh, you know, a pastor is called to a city. And, and, and to a church, and, and that's true, isn't it? You know, God sent them here, and he's sending them to the next place, and, and in my kind of ministry, you know, Jocelyn and I have talked about this, we're not as much called to a single place as we are to a message, and like a pastor will be in one place and preach a lot of messages, we, pre- we preach one message, at one message and go to a lot of places, you know, <laughs> amen, <laughs> and it's kind of how that works, and that's how we work together, amen. Pastor Jim would always tell me, you know what I like about you, Jeremy? You stay in your lane. He said, <laughs> you know, he said, like those swimmers, right? Like those swimmers, you see them and they swim and they stay in their lane. And I'm like, that's all I know how to do. If you heard me 20 years ago or if you hear me today, I've been preaching the same thing. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He still heals. He still saves. He's still a miracle worker. How many of you believe it today? Praise God. So honored to be with you. Hope you came expecting. We just got back uh, just over a week ago from South Dakota, and uh, we were originally scheduled to go to Russia in, in May. We were going to go to, actually, we were looking at going to Russia and Ukraine in May. I mean, our, our contacts over there were, were he, I was talking to my crusade director over there, Alexei. He lives in Moscow, and he says, yeah, you know, we could go to churches in Ukraine and Russia while you're here. I mean, just to show you, this was in November we were planning this, just to show you that the church was not divided. Are you hearing me this morning? You know, we were going to work with we were going to work with believers in Russia. We were going to work with believers in Ukraine. Some of the Ukrainians were living in Russia. Some of the, you know, vice versa. It, all this politics stuff that came later. It's not in the church. Somebody say Amen. You know, we were going to just go to both places and preach the gospel. It would have been great. Well, of course, if you have watched the news, there's been some complications. So <laughs> they canceled our campaign, and we, were, we had some opening at the beginning of the year. So in March, as far as like taking a, a trip, a missions trip, so in March I was ministering in Lexington, South Carolina, and uh, a woman was, was touched by the power of God, as she described it to us, a Native American woman. And she said, um, you know, God really touched me in this service. And she was excited. And I said, oh, you're Native American. I said, that's fantastic. I said, you know, it's always been on my heart to minister on a Native American reservation. 
Well, within like four days, she had us a campaign set up on the, on, the, on the Lake Traverse Reservation in South Dakota. And I said, yeah, we'll go. I mean, I have no idea who these people are or anything, you know, who she set us up with. I said, yeah, we'll go. It seems right. Seems like the Lord, you know. So uh, then another thing happened. How many like testimonies? Like she, 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 amen. she said, well, would you pray for my friend also over the phone? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So we called this guy and uh, uh he lives also in South Carolina. He wasn't in our services, but battling cancer. And we called him on the phone, and he was basically unconscious, like, the day we called him. And, you know, she said, I think he's kind of responding. His wife was there. We were talking to his wife and praying with him. He'd been, he was home on hospice. They'd send him home, and that was it. And we were praying with him, and, and, you know, there was no, she said, yeah, he seems to be responding as I'm talking to him, you know. And I said, all right, well, let's just pray. And we took authority, and we took authority over the disease, and we spoke life to him. And then he started to talk in like a strong voice. And then he, all the pain left his body. Amen. And, 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 and then he, he, you know, his kids came home, and he had a conversation with them, and he started to eat. And things turned around. All the pain left, praise God. And he was like, God was raised him up that day. He told his wife, he said, I, I know I was going to die that day. He said, I, I, just, I just felt it in my body. I just knew I was going to die. And God turned it around. Amen. And so then, how long was it, Jocelyn? About a month? I think it was, a, uh, I'm sorry, between the first time we prayed with him and then the second time. I think it was about a month. So he's pain-free for a month. He's like, you know, like strength is back in his body, raised up off his deathbed. And then he went back for a follow-up appointment to the doctor. This is a faith lesson here that'll help you. And he got, they said they found, the, the thing that they knew about was, almost gone, you know, like what the, the spot where it was originally, but then they found a new spot they didn't know about before, and they were concerned, so he got a bad, you know, a, a mixed report, let's say that way, but not what, not what he wanted. So he left that doctor's appointment, and all the symptoms came back on him, like all the pain and stuff that he'd been free from for over a month, and all this stuff came back because of this bad report. Is this helping anybody today? So they called us again, and I said, you know, yeah, let's pray again. This, God's, God hasn't changed. His mind hasn't changed about it. He didn't decide, oh, I'm going to heal you now. I'm not. God's not schizophrenic. He's not confused. Amen. I said, he's still the healer today like he was before the report came. He's still the healer after that report came. His will for you is the same now as it's always been. Amen. His, his will for you is the same. So we prayed for him again, and he felt strength come back into his body, and the pain left again as we took authority, not in my name, but in Jesus' name, amen? And he goes back to the doctor, then a second time, and this is a quote, the doctor said that the, that the cancer had shrunk an unbelievable amount, amen? And he, he, was, he was scheduled for a, uh, a chemo uh, session that day, they canceled it, they canceled the chemo, praise God, amen? The doctor did, yeah, amen? But you can see the, the, the fight of faith in that whole story, can't you? You know, that was a little rabbit trail. I hope it helped you. Believe, believe the word of God. Act on the word of God. Amen. No matter what circumstances might say in your life, the Bible's always going to say the same thing. Amen. When the reports are good, amen, we're thankful for it. When we, the reports are bad, the Bible still says what it's always said. Amen. Praise God. So that was, that, that was one she asked us to pray for your friend. So back to our friend, our Native American friend. So she says, yeah, she says, the power of God touched me. She was excited. I said, I've always wanted to minister on a, on a Native American reservation. She said, great. About four days, she has us this meeting set up that we went to. 
And so we went out there, and uh, all new to us, you know, and I kind of knew that this was going to be a, a, a recon, kind of establish a beachhead kind of trip, you know, just kind of a new place and get to know some people, and then I believe God was doing something. So we prayed for some people. We did some outreach. It was a big powwow, second oldest powwow in the, in the whole country and, and uh, that in existence, you know, and it's been going a long time. And we ministered to some people during the powwow, and then we had some healing services set up, some miracle services. So we preached in, uh, in a church on the, on the reservation, Lake Traverse Reservation, and the, the leadership of the church was very, they're not from a, a, a healing background, you know, they're from a background that doesn't really believe in this like we do, and, and they were real skeptical, you know. You could feel it <laughs> just in the air, you know, real skeptical about it. But God helped, amen? Because um, the first night, I don't know, something, something about the testimony. One thing, the, the Native American woman, she her, shared her testimony, and this was the first time I'd heard it in the fullness, like in that service of what God did in in our service in South Carolina, uh, she came up and testified she had had ulcers on her, in her intestines. And it, it, what's that? Three of them. And it caused her all kinds of problems, like anemia and, and, and she, vertigo and like complicated, man. It put her in bed sometimes. You know, I never heard of it before. Ulcers inside of her. And she battled with it for a long time, over a, you know, a couple years. And, and just causing her difficulty, prayed for her in a service, God instantly healed her. All the symptoms left, didn't have to deal with it again ever. God just healed her, praise God. Set her free from these ulcers, so that made an impression on her. That's what opened the door for us to do this meeting. She said, well, I'll, I'll uh, you know, yeah. She says, sure, I could set you up a meeting, right? So this church we were in, they were not from a background that believed in healing or practiced healing, I guess. So they were open, but it was kind of new to them, and they were very skeptical. And by his own admission, the pastor told me later, he said, man, I was really skeptical, didn't know what to believe about this. But God helped us. She gave her testimony. Something softened their hearts. And the pastor came up, and his family came up. And the pastor had been dealing with asthma his whole life, and it had gotten really bad. And he had had tightness in his chest up recently leading up to the meeting and just difficulty breathing and all kinds of problems. Prayed for him instantly. All that, all that pressure left, and he could breathe deeply, and he could take deep breaths. Amen. Then his daughter came up, and we prayed for her. She was dealing with a lot of back pain, and we prayed for her, and the back pain instantly left. And in tears, she said, you know, man, God touched me. I, was, I couldn't even get out of bed this morning. And she had a doctor's appointment scheduled the next day because she didn't know what was going on, and she canceled it, praise God, because she didn't need it anymore, amen, because all the pain was gone. And then the pastor's uh, son-in-law, that, uh, that the one whose back was healed, her husband, uh, he had had... Um, diabetes was recently diagnosed with it. And I did not know this, but I guess he said that his veins were thick. This was the first time that I heard this, but his veins were like unusually thick because of the diabetes. And he had just been starting to go through, just found it, and they were kind of come, they're coming up with a plan of what they were going to do. And in the service, his veins decreased in size down to normal size, like instantly. <laughs> Amen. And then pastor's wife had all kinds of pain in her joints, and the pain just left, and she could move. So the pastor's family, got, God cleared up the skepticism, amen, so <laughs> he could do it, amen. 
So, you know, he, he starts texting people still during the service and inviting, you know, inviting them to come to the next night. And then more people came the next night. And he said, man, we could, if we would have had more time to advertise and stuff, this, we could have really, you know, done so much more. And I said, well, would fall be too soon? Can we come back and fall? He said, no, let's do it in September. I said, let's do it. So praise God, we're going back in September. We're just making plans now. You guys go with us. Amen. That's the wonderful thing. Everywhere we go, you go with us. Amen. You guys partner with us and, and we go together. Amen. And let's believe God for revival in the Native Americans in this nation. Amen. I, hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, God's doing something there. I'm believing God for signs and wonders that'll just shake that tribe and shake South Dakota and shake that region and that the news of it, the news of it would spread from coast to coast. Amen. You know, there, we need a God to move in this country. I was, I was a little disappointed that I wasn't going to Russia. I love those people over there. I got brothers and sisters over there, but it kind of confirmed something in my heart that there is so much work to do here, you know, and this country needs Jesus. How many of you know that? I mean, I'll go, amen, yeah, praise God for that, amen. But I'll go anywhere God opens a door. I'm thankful for it, and, uh, but I'm, I'm grateful that it was very interesting that you know, even though we weren't able to go to Russia because of things going on over there right now, I, mean, I know I'll return at some point, but we couldn't, and Ukraine, we couldn't go right now, but it's interesting that God opened up this new door miraculously to the ori original inhabitants of this nation, amen, uh, right at the very core, and that uh, God's moving there, and I know that God's not done with the United States yet. How about you? Praise God. If you have your Bibles this morning, let's go to Acts. Book of Acts, and chapter 3, and if you have a New King James Bible, note taker's Bible from Ollie's, it's on page 1258, amen? <laughs> Anybody got an Ollie's Bible here? Anybody? They got some good Bibles there, man. I'm sure I got this after a service here, you know, I went over there and, and picked up this Bible. I found some good ones there. This is a note taker one, you know, it's got the notes on the side. You people who use your phones, you have no idea what you're missing, man, I'm telling you. No, so, <laughs> no it's all right. Hey, whatever gets you to Acts chapter 3, man, if you got to press buttons or unroll a papyrus scroll, whatever, we'll get there, amen. Acts chapter 3, and just to give you a little bit of background, this is after... I won't read the whole chapter for sake of time this morning, but I'm sure many of you know the story. Peter and John were on their way to the temple for a time of prayer. They passed this lame man who's begging for alms, and, and, and I preach from this passage often, and Peter says, look on us, he says to the man. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk, and he takes him by the right hand, and he lifts him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones receive strength. And the Bible tells us he goes walking and leaping and praising God. And Peter doesn't just step away from it and say, isn't that wonderful? But Peter begins to preach the gospel. And we'll pick it up here in verse 11. And Peter says, now is the lame man who was healed, held on to Peter and John. All the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Let's pause for a minute there and talk about that for a minute. Why do you marvel at this? 
That's one of the most powerful statements in the the New Testament to me, in the book of Acts, certainly. Why do you marvel at this? You know, so many of us would say, what do you mean? This guy got up who hasn't walked ever. He's got up and he went walking and leaping and praising God instantly. Isn't that something that we should marvel at? Isn't that something we should be surprised at? Some translations say, "Why, why, why are you surprised at this? Does anybody have one that says, why are you surprised at this? Yeah, I think NIV and some of them say that. Why are you surprised at this? Listen, we should always rejoice and, and be thankful for the miracles of Jesus in our lives, but they should never surprise us. Didn't surprise Peter. Peter says, this is exactly what I expected to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. Is this helping anybody? We could end it right there and say we had church. Amen. Why marvel ye at this? Why does this surprise you? You're not surprised by what you're expecting, amen. Are you expecting this God to move like this in your life this morning? If you're not, you can just do a little adjustment and turn on the expect, amen. When something like this happens, when city-shaking, like life-changing miracles happen in your life, it should not surprise you because that's exactly what you should expect, amen. You should expect that because Jesus, the one who, who raised from the dead, conquered death, hell, and the grave, who has the keys of hell and of death, Jesus, who's the same yesterday, today, and forever he lives in your house amen and when he does these works like he's always done it should not surprise you everybody say i'm not surprised i love that peter could have said so many other things man he could have said isn't this amazing isn't this incredible what god did to this man who couldn't walk isn't this astounding no he goes the other route and he says why marvel ye at this amen everyday business with jesus somebody say amen Just another day walking with the Savior for whom nothing is impossible. Of course the man got up. Of course he walked. Of course immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength because Peter prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. I wish I had a better amen than that. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Why marvel ye at this? Why does this surprise you? Praise God. You're not surprised by what you're expecting. What are you expecting today? You ought to be expecting God to move like this in your life. You ought to be expecting impossible situations to turn around. You ought to be expecting things to turn out better than it looks like based on the circumstances of the world. Amen. You ought to expect Jesus to be Jesus who he's always been in your life. And not be surprised when he does it. Why marvel you at this? I love it, man. But then we'll read on, okay? Why marvel ye at this? Or why look so intently at us, as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man to walk? Now, I like that. Peter also, he didn't say, well, now this happened because I'm an apostle. This happened because I'm one of the 12. You know, don't look at me as if, it's, as if I'm something special. Don't look at me as if he's even saying, you know, don't look at me as if I'm somehow singled out, you know, that I'm specially chosen. Why look as as if there's something special about me? Aren't you glad Peter didn't take that route? Amen, because then we'd all be counted out. Then we'd all be like, oh, I wish Peter was here now. I wish Peter was still alive. I wish I could have been there when Peter ministered. I wish I could have been around Peter's ministry, but he says no. Peter says, why look ye so intently at us as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up 
and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was, when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murder to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. Now let's real pay real close attention here. Verse 16, and his name, through faith in his name, talking about the name of Jesus this morning. Everybody say, and his name, through faith in his name. Say it again, say, and his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Praise God, amen. I want you to know if Jesus could give present, how many believe this? If Jesus could give perfect soundness 2,000 years ago, how many believe he's still able to give perfect soundness today? Hallelujah. Is he the same Savior? Is he the same healer that he's always been? Amen. So he says this, you know. Peter, not only does he say not to be surprised by this kind of event, not to be surprised by this kind of miracle, but then he also tells us how it happened. Amen. He tells us how this happened. He says, don't be surprised at this. Don't surprise you. And then he could have left us at that. And we would have been stuck with, well, sometimes I guess God just decides to do it. Sometimes, it, and we don't really know, you know, the riddle of it, but sometimes it just happens and we don't understand it. Or sometimes it doesn't and we don't understand that. But Peter tells us in this passage exactly how it happens. He said it was the name and faith in the name that has made this man whole in the presence of you all. Hallelujah. Now, the times may have changed. That was the early church. I know, you know, you could say things are different. That was, you know, they had just come out of the upper room. They had just been filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter was one of the original 12 apostles of the Lamb. He was with Jesus. Times may have changed, but the name has not changed. Everybody say the name has not changed. The name has not lost any of its power. The name is not law, it's still the name above every other name named. The name has not diminished over the past 2,000 years, amen? You might say, well, the church isn't what it used to be or it's not, but I'm telling you today, the name is the same. And if the name had power to make that man perfectly sound 2,000 years ago, the name still has power to make people perfectly sound today. Hallelujah, everybody say, the name hasn't changed. You say, yeah, but you don't understand. Things are so bad. You know, have you watched the news? This is going on, and the nations are raging, and it's the end times. It doesn't matter if, these, if it's the end times even. Do you understand that there's not a, the, the, the power, the name of Jesus isn't going to lose any power in the end times? The name of Jesus isn't going to lose any of its effect. Even up, to the, even up till we hear the trumpet sound, the name is going to have all the power that it's ever had. And it's going to be doing the same thing it's always done. Setting free the captives, healing the sick, and driving out demons. Amen. It'll never lose its power, praise God. Peter says it was the name and faith in the name. Thank God it wasn't just Peter. Thank God he said, why look ye on, thank God he said it, why look ye on us? As if by our own power or holiness we made this man whole. Thank God Peter wasn't the secret because Peter's gone. Are you hearing me? <laughs> but the name is still here. Everybody say it's still here. Peter's gone, but the secret to what, how Peter did what he did, it's still here. It's still with us now. I'm so glad that I don't need Peter today. I love Peter, man. He's one of, you know, I, I just kind of, he's my, 
I don't know if you have, if I had a favorite, you know, non-Jesus, non-Trinity Bible character, Peter's probably mine. I like Peter because you could relate to him because Peter messed up. Have you ever messed up before? <laughs> you know, Peter, man, Peter denied Jesus three times publicly. I don't know anybody who's done that in ministry today, <laughs> you know, denied Jesus publicly three times. No, man, Peter messed up also. Peter cut off a guy's ear with a sword. We kind of glance over that a little bit. We just kind of, you know, just, I don't know, give it that Bible sanitization that we just kind of, well, that's a Bible story like it wasn't real. No, that was a real guy, and he really had an ear. Peter pulled out a real edged weapon and lobbed off his ear. Is somebody hearing me this morning? I don't know if you realize this or not. That's like a second-degree felony in 2022, okay? <laughs> Assault with my I mean, that is like no joke. Peter, you know, there's not even any evidence that it was self-defense, man. Peter just was like, oh yeah, bam. <laughs> I mean, I mean, think about it, man. If Peter, I mean, would you come hear that guy preach? You know, isn't that the guy who, you know, chopped off somebody's ear, man? Certainly there's some things wrong with him. Yeah, there's some things wrong with him, just like there's some things wrong with all of us. Amen. But thank God he could still use us. Amen. That's why I like Peter, man, because Peter might have been the guy who chopped off somebody's ear, but I got news for you. When Dorcas was dead, they called for Peter. Amen. They said that we need somebody raised from the dead. Get Peter. Hallelujah. I want to be like a Peter. I want to be the one when somebody says, man, I'm in a tight spot. Call brother so-and-so. How many want to be that person, man? Amen. Oh, glory to God. I'm preaching myself happy. I hope this is helping you. Hope this is helping you today. (laughs) But thank God it's not Peter. He's not the secret. Everybody say Peter's not the secret. He obviously has issues. He obviously has shortcomings. He's obviously messed up just like you, just like me. Peter wasn't the secret. He says what the secret is. He says, don't look on us. Look to Jesus. Look to the name. It was the name and faith in the name that has made this man whole in the presence of you all. And I've got good news for you in Erie, Pennsylvania this morning. The name of Jesus still belongs to the church. Amen. Hallelujah doesn't matter what happens in this world, doesn't matter how bad things get, I've got good news for you, we're still in good shape as long as we've got the name. It doesn't matter what comes against you personally. It doesn't matter what attacks happen in your life. It doesn't matter how your life and your world may be seeming to crumble. Hallelujah, there is still a name that is above every other name named. There is still a name for which it is impossible for demons and curse and destruction not to respond. Destruction and curse must respond to the name of Jesus. Just like that man's body had to respond when Peter said, such as I have, give I thee. What did Peter have to give to that man? What did he have? What is, was it his apostolic anointing? Was it the fact that he spent a lot of time with Jesus? Was it even the fact that he was in the upper room? Peter didn't even mention the upper room in this transaction. Are you hearing me this morning? Peter said, such as I have, give I thee. What did he have? Peter has what you have. Peter has what every believer has. What Peter had to give to that man, I've got the church still has to give to the world today. It was the name and faith in his name. Hallelujah. The name and faith in the name has made this man whole in the presence of you all. Hallelujah. It's still the name above every other name named. It's still the name to which every knee must bow and every tongue confess. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just thank him for it today. Let's thank him for it today. 
Oh, Lord, you're worthy. And I might not be with you in your time of trial, but the name can be with you. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Apostle Peter, he's not with any of us, but the name is still with us. It's good to know that when you're in a jam, you don't need an apostle. And if there's not one on hand, that doesn't mean, well, I'm out of luck. There's no apostle here. There's no evangelist here. There's no, there's no pastor here. There's no prophet here. Yeah, but is the name with you? Because here's the good news. Jesus backs up his name, amen. And wherever the name is there, Jesus himself is to back it up and to do what he's always done. Hallelujah. I remember one time when I was a kid, my parents were Christians, my dad was the first Christian, and you know, I grew up in Cleveland, weather very similar to Erie, Pennsylvania, and uh, you know, us Rust Belt Northerners are used to lake effect snow, and we were going down, a, going down a hill, my mom, we had like a 1985 blazer, I remember my mom was driving, and you know, one of those, you know, early blazers with like no carpets, just metal floor and a big stick shift in the middle of the, you know, rugged, man. And I remember my mom, my mom driving it and we're going down this icy hill and she just starts sliding, you know, it doesn't matter if it's four wheel drive or not, if you're on a sheet of ice, you know, she just starts sliding towards this car. Didn't have time to pray. Didn't have time to listen to a tape series, you know, didn't have time. (laughs) That dates it, right? Didn't have time to, you know, live stream or listen to some TikTok teaching on faith, you know, all she had time all she had time to do was say one thing and she just cried out Jesus that's all she said was just Jesus Jesus and that car went straight man just like it was on rails and caught traction and we went down the hill praise God how many know that's enough everybody say that's enough the name is enough amen Hallelujah. Creation responds to that name. Sickness responds to that name. Devil and demons respond to that name. The Father in heaven responds to that name. And Peter said it was the name and faith in the name that has made this man whole in the presence of you all. Don't be surprised, he said. Don't be surprised. Don't, why marvel ye at this? The name, don't, this is the kind of effect that the name has on sickness. This is the kind of effect that the name has on creation. This is the kind of effect that the name has in this world. Don't let it surprise you, amen. Hallelujah. And no matter what the news says tomorrow, no matter what happens in this world around us, that name is still ours and it's unchanging and it's undiminished. It won't lose its power. Jesus will always stand behind it and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's not a watered-down version in 2022, praise God. I remember one time, (laughs) another story. I've told this story here before, but I'll share it again this morning, just talking about the name. And I was driving down 71 South in Ohio, heading towards, we were going to have all-you-could-eat steak and eggs at like 3 in the morning down at the Lodi truck stop. You know, we would leave from Cleveland, some of my friends late at night, we'd go down to that truck stop in Lodi, and and we (laughs) were driving down, and this hailstorm kicks off. I still haven't seen a hailstorm like this since then. I mean, in Ohio, you know, it's like it was a sheet. It just looked like it was so thick that visibility was getting bad. And it was small hail. It wasn't like really tiny, but visibility was the problem. It was just like dense, you know. And my buddy was driving. It was a little uh, little S10 or something. I, he had a little pickup, little Chevy, I think. And we were driving, and I said, uh, are you going to pull over? And he said, yeah, I, I'm about to. And then something rose up inside of me. I mean, it it was from the inside. Aren't you glad the Holy Spirit's with us? Amen. And I said, wait. I said, where's my faith? 
And I, I just shouted it out, man. I said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, peace be still. And it was like, you know, like I said, it's this dense sheet of hail. It was like somebody was holding a sheet and they just dropped it. First, everything in this, the, the hail, just as soon as I said that name, the hail just paused for a second. And then it was like, it just fell. It didn't like slow down. It wasn't like, wow, it really eased up. I mean, it was crystal clear in a moment, amen, at the name of Jesus. I mean, still one of the most astounding miracles I've ever seen in my years, you know, to see it. But it was the name. Everybody say the name. Well, how is that possible? And I could say the same thing Peter said, don't look at me, amen, as if by my own power or holiness that that thing happened, you know. But I'll tell you what it was. See, in the Bible, it tells me of a Jesus who got up when the disciples woke him up and he spoke to a storm and said, peace, be still. And the storm was calmed. And then when I spoke that name of Jesus back in the late 90s and I spoke to that hailstorm, you see the same Jesus that said, peace, be still, in the gospels was there with me. And he calmed that storm just like he did 2,000 years ago. And he's with you. And he's here today with us. And he still backs up his name. And if you're all alone and there's no other human being with you and you're fighting off some attack, I want you to know that Jesus is with you. And he'll back up his name for you. And that's enough. Everybody say that's enough. Has this helped anybody this morning? I hope so. Amen. <laughs> I hope so, because I preach my head off up here, so, you know, <laughs> amen. I'm just going to do one thing this morning. This was, this was just placed on my heart. Is there anybody here who would like to have your back prayed for? Would you raise your hand if that's you? You say, yeah, several people. All right, would you folks just come line up along the front? Anybody who'd like to have your back prayed for? We're going to lay hands on anybody who would like prayer for their back today. Yeah, come forward, just line up. Everybody say, Jesus is here. And I want you to know we're going to pray in that name, and he's here to back up that name this morning, just like he was for Peter at the gate beautiful. Thank God. Amen. And he made that man perfectly whole. He's here to make people perfectly whole this morning in Jesus' name. Now, I'd ask you in your seats as we pray, if you'll just, you could stretch forth your hands or just pray. We're going to agree with these people up here, and we're believing for miracles. You believe with us. Amen. That people will leave changed. That'll never come back again in the name of Jesus. Amen. You agree with us today. And uh, praise God, what we're going to do, folks, that are here for prayer, we're going to pray for you. And Jesus would always tell people to do something. He would say, stretch forth your hand, take up your bed and walk, go show yourself to the priest. After we pray, just do something. Even if it's just wiggle a little bit, just act your faith in some way. And believe God for change. Amen? Amen. Praise God. All right, folks. And yeah, just as we pray, just agree with us. Yeah. Father, we just speak healing yeah, to Kimberly right today now, by faith, as if she was here, in yeah, Jesus' name. Back and neck be restored in the in name Jesus of Jesus. Name. Let's all rejoice together. Amen. Let's rejoice together. Let's rejoice together. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for freedom. We speak healing to every person. We speak healing to every back on the authority of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just by a show of hands, who that, somebody that was prayed for you, say something's already different, something's already changed. Raise your hand up high so we could see it if you'd know. Yeah, back there, over there. Yes, yeah, amen. Sister right here, just what happened? What's different? Yeah. 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 
Hallelujah. Yeah, did it hurt you when you came up today? Yeah, let's rejoice with her. Amen. Praise God. Everybody say, let's agree with her. Say, no more in Jesus' name. You know, it doesn't matter how long it's been there. Jesus could make it go. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just one, yeah, somebody else just be bold. Say, yeah, yeah, brother, what's different? Yeah. Amen. Let's rejoice with them. Hallelujah. We're not surprised, though, are we? Amen. We're not surprised. Praise God. We're not surprised. We're not surprised when the devil loses. We're not surprised when sickness goes. We're not surprised when God sends peace. Amen. Not a bit surprised. One more. One more person say something's different. Praise God. I saw there was a few more hands. Anybody? Hallelujah. One more person. Be bold. One more. Praise God. Anybody else? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother, say no, say no more. Say no more. In Jesus' name. Let's agree with him. Amen. Let's rejoice and praise God for this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Hallelujah. Isn't this exactly what he's like? Amen. Isn't this exactly what he does? Is there still power in the name? Amen. Absolutely. Praise God. Now, I won't ask anybody else to say anything, but even if you've already said something, would you just raise your hand as a testimony of something changed? Hold it up just so we could see it. Nobody else will have to give in. Hold them up high so we could see them. Amen. People who already gave your testimony too. Yeah. Amen. Let's rejoice with these people. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. One, two weeks. We'll be back with you, right? Two weeks. Amen. So I just, we just, I felt impressed specifically to pray for backs today, but let's just have another miracle service in two weeks. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll lay hands on anybody who wants it. Praise God. Jesus will be there. Amen. Jesus will be there. And we'll just believe for a book of Acts miracles. Amen. Why? Because the Jesus of the book of Acts, he's the one who answers our prayers today. It wasn't Peter that was the secret to that man. I'm not the secret to it. Jesus is the secret and he's always willing to set free the captives. Amen. Hallelujah. I just feel like, I mean, we could do this all day. I could feel like we could just keep calling out stuff and keep praying for stuff, but thank God we'll be back. Amen. God's moving in this place. Amen. God's moving in this place. What? Yeah, bring somebody with you. Two weeks, bring somebody with you. Come expecting. Amen. Bring somebody with you, praise God. And, you know, just let the Lord lead you. It doesn't, sometimes, it doesn't always have to be just the first person that comes to your mind. Just take a second and, Lord, is there somebody that I could reach out to? And bring them. Bring, bring the lost. We'll bring an invitation. We'll, we'll, amen. It's a good way to meet Jesus. Amen. Have them heal you. Amen. It's, a great, it's great terms to meet Jesus on. <laughs> Experience his love firsthand. Praise God. Boy, it's been good to be with you. I was so glad I was here for Pastor Jim and Pam's send-off. I'm so honored. Been good to be here. God's moving in Erie, isn't he? Hallelujah. I don't care what the news says. God's moving in this country. Amen. Hallelujah. There's revival. I believe that. Hallelujah. I believe it's happening. How about you? I believe that we're going to see the greatest, the greatest things that we've yet seen. Amen. Are, are to come. Amen. Right, Brother Paul? Amen. I believe it. I believe it. You say, man, it was great. 
in the healing revival. It was great when Brother Hagen was doing, you know, out there. And it was great, thank God, when Amy Simple McPherson was traveling this country and doing her thing. But you know what? I believe that God, there's greater things in store for us yet. Amen. This planet, this earth has not yet seen the fullness of what God is able to do. Are you hearing me? There's no time that we could look to. See, there's just such an ease here. I'm gonna, I promise, I'll wrap it up. There's no time that we could look to to say, well, see, that was the limit. That was the, that was the most that God could do. That was, that, was the, that was the greatest that God could do. No, man has not seen the greatest. No man has seen the greatest of what God could do. But bless God, I'm gonna press for it. I'm gonna see the most I can see. How about you, amen? All right, folks, we love you. One thing I want to take care of real quick before we go. I just always want to be sure. I want to be sure. I could not, these people this, that, that testified, those testimonies I told you, I didn't do that. Jesus did that. He really was born in a manger. It's not just a cute story. He really did die on the cross. He really did raise from the dead. He is alive today. Amen. And he is still saving and healing like he always has. And if you don't know him, he wants to know you and he loves you and he died for you. There's nothing that separates you from God because Jesus paid the price. You simply have to choose to receive that free gift that he paid for you to have. And you do that, the Bible tells us, by simply calling on the name of Jesus. If you're here this morning, or if you're watching, if we're streaming, if you're here this morning, or you're watching the recording, the live stream, and you say, I don't know. If I died tonight, I don't know if I'd go to heaven. I don't know where I stand with God. You can know. And I'd like to pray a simple prayer with you. And God will hear that prayer, and he'll answer that prayer, and he'll save you today. He'll make you his child, amen. The family that you were naturally born to, you didn't have any choice in. That's what's different about the family of God. He wants you to be a part of it, but he's given you a choice. Nobody's a part of God's family unless they want to be. And that's what I'm asking you this morning. Do you want to be a part of God's family? Amen. Stand to your feet if you're able, and let's all pray together. Bible says, call on the name of Jesus and you'll be saved. Amen. Let's pray together. I'm going to pray a simple prayer. Just everybody repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I believe you died on the cross. I believe you rose again. I believe you did it for me. Forgive me of my sins. Make me your child. Take my life. Make it everything you want it to be. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me that knowing that comes from you that I am your child. Thank you, Jesus. I accept you, and you accept me. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Folks, good to be with you. We love you. We love ECF. Praise God. If God did something, you feel please feel free to text us, and let's come. Two weeks, we'll be back. Let's come expecting. Amen. Let's come expecting. Be praying for us, praying for the services. Bring somebody, and we'll have a good time in the Lord. Amen. We had some church this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, I just have a quick benediction. I want to say just one other thing. Uh, We do support uh, the Gauls ministry on a monthly basis, but you can also give above and beyond. Uh, to their ministry. So there's offering envelopes uh, on the seats right in front of you. You just want to write 
Uh, if you want to do a special offering, just put it in the other or special speaker line. And then there's a box right to the left uh, when you exit this door. Uh, you can, you know, just slip it in there and we make sure that that money uh, will get distributed to the Gauls. But two weeks. I mean, come on, what a great start. We're looking forward to two weeks from now. I encourage everyone to come back, and as they said, expect Jesus to be Jesus. Yeah, I wrote that down. Expect Jesus to be Jesus. So the next two weeks, I am expecting big things in my day-to-day life. I'm not waiting. Church, I'm not waiting for two weeks from now to see a miracle happen. I'm expecting a miracle this afternoon, this evening, tomorrow, and every single day. Amen? And when it happens... I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not going to be surprised when it happens. So let me just read this over you. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen? Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We worship you. We praise you, Lord. We give you thanks for your wonderful saving and healing power. We give you all the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. You are dismissed. And don't forget, tonight, 630, Brother Paul, right here.